Hello and welcome to Kiara Gets Drunk and Talks About Music. This is the second episode of our Take a Shot series where we discuss some of the day's most burning music topics. Today we are talking about the recent saga, the comedy of errors, the series of unfortunate events, the telenovela really, that is Kanye West's life. So let's get into it, shall we? Now, look, I'm going to start this episode off by saying I am a very big Kanye West fan. I have had to defend my status as a Kanye West fan in a very big way, particularly in the last couple of years. Uh, actually, probably a lot longer than that, but mostly in the last couple of years. Um, if you remember some highlights of Kanye West's career, um, aside from the amazing music that he's made, by the way, I think sometimes people forget that he makes amazing music. Um, we had the whole Taylor Swift debacle you know he interrupted her award-winning speech at the vmas and said beyonce should have won instead there was that whole thing there was the feud he was going to be president there was a lot of these things that happened in kanye's life he went on this rant on saturday night live and he was supportive of trump who um i have a, a very clear stance that you know i hate him and everything that he's about so um it's been a definitely few interesting years as a Kanye West fan. Um, we also saw the release uh, in during the pandemic of Kanye's album Donda, which is obviously named after his mother, Donda West, which was met with mildly critical acclaim. Um, I don't think anyone hated it. I also don't think anybody loved it. We have talked about it on the podcast a little bit. It was just kind of a underwhelming thing, but also a very personal album. I have to credit um, my longtime friend Farah, who comes on the pod very often. And, you know, she said it's a very intimate album. And I totally agree with her that it is. But I don't know if it was what I was expecting. And I don't think it was what any kind of Kanye West fan was expecting. But did I listen to it? Do I did I download it? Do I continue to listen to it? You bet. Jail is my jam off of that record. Um, but what I kind of wanted to talk about with you guys today during the next, you know, 15 minutes that we have together is some of the, uh, I don't want to call them highlights, the lowlights of the last several weeks of uh, Kanye West's life. And uh, the timeline is messy, but I did want to call out a few of the things that I've kind of been seeing um, as, a, as an innocent bystander to Kanye's life recently. Um, as we know, Kim Kim Kardashian and Kanye West were married. They have four children together. And uh, within the last year, Kim Kardashian filed for divorce from Kanye. But it was strange because we still saw Kim at, you know, the Donda listening parties. He did, you know, it's a big spectacle. She showed up in like a wedding dress. It was all during the Balenciaga phase of her fashion career, I suppose. Um, there was weirdness where like Kanye wasn't invited to his kids, you know, his kids' birthday party. And he's spoke out against Kim Kardashian because he saw that North, his daughter, was using TikTok and he didn't believe that that was right, which, you know, I guess I can't fault him for, but it was just kind of like a strange communication between the two of them. Kim Kardashian also not notably started dating SNL cast member Pete Davidson. Um, and, uh, you know, Kanye then said he would beat Pete Davidson's ass. Um, like blatantly, he said that. He was not shy about it. He then went on to make a very long list of enemies and kind of continue to uh, burn bridges, as they say. Uh, he dissed his longtime collaborator, Kid Cudi, and said that he won't be on Donda 2, which is the name of Kanye's new record, which is due to come out February 22nd. Um, and the reason why Kid Cudi won't be featured on Donda is because he's friends with Pete Davidson. And uh, Kanye went so far as to share a photo from Kid Cudi's birthday party that had him and Kim, um, as well as, you know, Kid 
uh, Kid Cudi, obviously, Pete Davidson and Timothy Chalamet, but then he like aggressively crossed out Pete Davidson's face. It was strange. Cudi then has since responded to this and he called Kanye a fucking dinosaur and says he's the best thing that happened to his album since they met. And I think we all got a little bit of a lol at that. That was quite the interesting uh, insult that he tossed at him there. And then Kanye goes on to share this like Captain America Civil War themed poster uh, that's got him, Drake, Julia Fox, who was his girlfriend at the time, Travis Scott and Future on one side on the kind of Captain America side. And then it's got Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson, Taylor Swift, because he keeps bringing her into this shit, Kid Cudi and Billie Eilish on the other side, the Iron Man side, the, the Robert Downey Jr., the RDJ side, as we like to say. Um, now, Billie Eilish was an interesting one because Kanye came for Billie when she stopped a show of hers in Atlanta to help a fan who I believe was having an asthma attack. To be honest, I don't know all the details about this, but, you know, she stopped the show and she said something to the effect of if someone's, you know, having a tough time or needs help, we're going to, we'll continue once they're good. We'll continue once they're all ready. And somehow, <laughs> somehow in Kanye's brain, he interpreted that as major shade towards his friend, Travis Scott, who Travis Scott was obviously at the center of the Astroworld Festival tragedy. And 10 people were killed at that festival. Um, there was insufficient crowd control and there was a surge and 10 people lost their lives. It was a horrible, horrible thing to happen in the world of music or just in the world in general. Um, and so basically Kanye asked Billie Eilish to apologize to Travis, even though she literally said nothing about Travis, didn't even mention his name or, or any kind of slight against him. Um, then, you know, Kanye and his new girlfriend, Julia Fox, uh, broke up and she kind of wiped any kind of record of him from her Instagram page. Kanye's kind of had a bit of a a full circle moment, I suppose. He's been posting and deleting things on Instagram recently. Um, most recently, he's posted a photo of himself and says that he recognizes that, you know, texting people in all caps and then sharing the screenshots to the world maybe wasn't the best idea and that it makes him come across a little aggressive. And yeah, as somebody who uses all caps, I mean, that's the intention when you text somebody in all caps, it's that you're, it's that you're yelling. But, you know, he also talks about how he wants to be uh, more of a, a more of a better listener. He wants to be more more of a better leader, a better listener. And in order to be a better leader, he has to be a better listeners. So that was kind of strange. And all of this, all of this stuff, stuff happening with Kanye is coming shockingly close to the release of the genius Kanye West trilogy that is now streaming on Netflix. And so I think there's a part of all of us is like, did he just plan all this to promote the new Netflix trilogy? I don't know. I like to believe that people aren't that ridiculous, but anything is possible in the world of uh, being a celebrity nowadays. But what kind of got me thinking during all of this, like seeing Kanye's name constantly in the press again, like, you know, it, it had me reminisce for the old Kanye. I really do miss the old Kanye. And, you know, Kanye fans will note that that's a callback to his song called I Love Kanye, which was off of his Life of Pablo record. Amazing record. <laughs> Hilarious song, actually. He's kind of digging at himself, but also still demonstrating self-love. Um, but it's true. It, it, I, I said this at the beginning. It's tough to be a Kanye fan sometimes because on the one hand, he's truly probably one of the most influential artists of the last 20 years, but he's also had so many sour moments, so many low notes outside of music, you know, like I don't think Kanye has ever put forward a bad record or a bad song, so to speak, but he's had all these low moments outside of the music realm that has now labeled him as this horrible person. If you think about the space that Kanye created in the rap and hip hop world, at the time when Kanye was coming up in the early 2000s, the charts were dominated by 
gangster rap. And Kanye came in and he mixed and sampled the house down. He created a whole new vision for what the genre of music could be. And he was also a true collaborator. He worked with people like Jay-Z and Beyonce, Eminem, Bonnie Vare, Elton John, Drake, Nicki Minaj, Rihanna, all the way up to Sir Paul McCartney himself. Um, and his album, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, which I, ooh, I believe came out in 2010. That sounds about right. It's still one of my favorite albums to date. I think it's absolutely a masterpiece and, and a work of art. We've also talked about you know his album Graduation on the Pod and how influential that was for the rap world. And I think he made huge steps forward just in music and changing the way we listened to music and heard lyrics with albums like Yeezus and 808s and Heartbreaks. And he pushed the envelope on what you know songwriting could look like. You know, in spite of all of that, unfortunately, it also kind of got me thinking that we sometimes give celebrities an excuse to be benevolent assholes on a regular basis, you know? Kanye's a genius, so he's allowed to be a dickhead. Andy Kaufman, he was a comedic genius, so he was allowed to be a nuisance on set to everybody who worked with him. Mariah Carey's a fucking diva, but she can get away with it because she's friggin' Mariah Carey. At one point, what do we, where do we stop ourselves and hold people accountable for what they're doing and kind of disregard this whole celebrity, disregard the, the money and the sponsorship and the fame that they might be bringing to whatever arena they tend to walk into because you know we all know we all live in the real world if we're not celebrities I certainly am not a celebrity but we all know that you can sing dance act produce write music you know the house down but uh, it doesn't excuse you from just being a normal person and it shouldn't mean that you stop trying to be a good person now I know that my statements are kind of harsh and I by no means am a perfect person. Um, But I feel like I also need to acknowledge my stance on Kanye in particular because I am such a fan of his music. And I personally feel that after his mom Donda died, he never fully dealt with that grief. And that led honestly to some of his demise in the public eye. So for those of you who might not know, Donda West was Kanye's entire world. He gave so much credit to her in terms of his artistry and his success in the music world. She was a university professor who raised him on her own since he was three years old, and she stood by him even throughout all the controversy. You guys will remember when Kanye was first coming up in the scene, he fired a lot of shots at, you know, the Grammys when he didn't win Best New Artist or whatever it was. He came across kind of like a cocky asshole at the beginning, especially just, you know, super overconfident. And she, she literally stood by him and was his biggest fan. Um, she also founded the Kanye West foundation in 2003 to battle dropout and illiteracy rates and provided underprivileged youth with access to music education. But in 2007, she underwent a cosmetic procedure, but died of a coronary artery disease and other post-operative factors. So it was sudden. It was, I believe a fairly routine procedure that she was going in for, and it was an unexpected expected death. Um, so while, while I, I can't condone, I can't get behind Kanye on the Trump thing. I can't get behind him, you know, harassing people and buying a house across the street from Kim Kardashian just so he could like be within the realm of her. Like he is making bad choices, but I also think that grief changes you for better or for worse. And if you don't properly deal with that grief, it can get very ugly, very quick. And that's, and that goes for any person. That's not just, and again, that's also not an excuse for somebody to act out. But I think that that's been my biggest thing from the beginning with somebody like Kanye is he lost the one person who made him who he was. And so who is he now? Where does he kind of go from here? And I really just hope that this is another kind of weird blip on the Kanye record, because he has truly given me some of my most favorite 
moments in music of the last 20 years. Um, some of the ones that come to mind for me, you know, uh, Blood on the Leaves, which is a song of his, and that samples Billie Holiday's Strange Fruit. All of the Lights, another amazing song off of the My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy record, which might just be some of the sickest collaboration I've seen. It's got like Nicki and Drake and Bonnie Bear and Elton John on there. It's just, it's a smorgasbord of amazing artists. Rihanna, like it's a wonderful, amazing song. And you, you've obviously heard it. You know which song I'm talking about. It's incredible. Um, the video for a song like Runaway, which is just so, again, like, cinematic in a sense and beautifully done and there's gorgeous ballet and he kind of brings that I think to every stage that he's on you know he goes to SNL and he doesn't just show up to SNL and rap like he brings a choir he brings a set he brings a costume he brings he brings the Kanye energy to the stage and then you have things that are going to truly like stand the test of time like the song Stronger off of I believe it's off of the graduation record which is uh, sampling Daft Punk um, but my personal favorite and something I will never forget is after losing his mom in 2007 he performed at the Grammys in 2008 and he performed his song Hey Mama which is obviously about and for his mother Donda. So in conclusion I don't know if I'm getting anywhere with this podcast episode I feel like I just shared a lot of information about Kanye but um as a Kanye fan, I truly wish the best for him in whatever he, whatever journey he's kind of on right now. Um, again, I cannot agree what he's maybe doing and the choices that he's making and the things that he's saying, but I know that as someone who's experienced grief herself, you definitely need the love and support of your family, of really good friends, of people around you, of professionals to get through that. And um, I hope that if Kanye hasn't gotten that already, he might get there very soon. Um, and I am, you know what? I'm looking forward to watching the Netflix documentary. I'm looking forward to Donda too, because who knows? Kanye has definitely been known to surprise. He certainly doesn't shy away from nothing short of spectacular. So Kanye, all the best to you. Um, and fingers crossed for Donda too.